You're listening to Taxpayers Australia's news and insights podcast, Tax Wrap. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Tax Wrap podcast number 86. Uh, Andy and Lisa, you're joining me again. I'm Steve Burnham. Um, and we were talking this morning, all morning, everyone's been talking about the Olympics, of course, and our medal score and all that. That's uh, of great interest in the office. But um, uh, Lisa and Andy, you got to thinking and talking about um, tax and sport. I think I didn't really join in the conversation until later. Um, what's the deal? What's the thing with tax and sport? Yeah, every time I think Olympics, I think of Stone's case. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we do, Andy, and we sort of go, we, we sort of know one of those anecdotal ones, don't we? Oh, we right. always talk yeah. about it every four years because it was Olymp- sort of Olympic-related, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, what's the story? What's the Stone's Yeah, so case? Ms Stone, I mean, this is a relatively slightly older decision, high court decision, but Miss Stone was a javelin thrower and also a police officer for the police um, police department. Up in Queensland, Up yeah? Up in Queensland, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so between 1987 and 2000, uh, Joanna Stone was uh, the javelin thrower. So she represented Australia at the Sydney 2000 Olympics and she derived uh, several different amounts, um, one of those being some sponsorship from um, various sponsors. She received money from the Australian Olympic Committee. She did some appearance fees. She won some tournament prize money because she was um, around the world. Yeah, yeah, so she must have sport. been a very, very good javelin thrower. And mm. so she was. She included. She didn't include certain amounts in her tax return. But the commissioner said, "Well, hang on a sec. You've got all these amounts." Why aren't they being assessed? So she had a salary from being a police officer. That's and correct. And then extra prize money and That's sponsorships correct. and whatever from... And it was quite a big amount as well. So I'm just having a look here through the decision. The it was amount, over 100000 wasn't Yeah, that's it, right. It's her total receipts for the 1999 income year was 136000 And she only got paid 39000 as a police officer. Oh. So this was quite considerable income. She must so, have been a very good javelin thrower to get yeah. that sort of money. I would yeah, be shocked by that. Yeah, she must have been. So so what the High Court concluded was that all those amounts that she had received should be assessed as returned as income because she had started to turn, and they use this particular phrase, her, her talent for a profit. Mm. Okay. And so all those amounts should well, be we assessed. We do that every day in the office, don't we, our talent <laughs> exactly. for profit? Exactly. And so so those, so that's a, that's a prime example of a case where... It, Ended up in the in the high court. So and was, that had ended up in high court. I'm assuming she appealed and went back and forth, etc. A that's few times. Correct, yeah. So that's was she assessed at her marginal rate, or how does it? Yeah, hmm. so be assessed on a marginal rate. Wow. No different to, um, no different to you and I as uh, salary and wage earners. Yeah, yeah. It's quite interesting though when you think about it. She was going to the Olympics and everything. We always think, well, in the old days when I was watching, you know, Munich and those sort of things, Steve. Mm. Oh, Andy's too young for that sort of <laughs> thing. It was always seen as being an amateur sort of sort of That's sport, true. wasn't it? Mm. Where now, you know, you've got the tennis in, they've got golf in it for all things this year. So it's interesting now that, I mean, all those guys are professional. I remember when the what, the dream team with the basketball came in that, that Olympics as well. It's sort of like, I think they ended up not staying in the Olympic Village and, you know, um, rented their own penthouse oh, right. for, because that's the comfort that, you know, they needed. I'm feeling a bit sorry for Andrew Bogart, who's um, you know got got a very small beard, and oh. he's you know six foot. He's seven. He's probably seven <laughs> foot something. So um. yeah, it's just one of those things, Steve. Where sort of because there's a lot of, and I was saying to Lisa mm. offline as well that um, the Olympics don't seem to excite me like mm. they used to. But now that it's back on, it's still pretty good. 
to watch. Oh, and yes. uh, winners are grinners, Andy. We'll, we'll jump on anyone's bandwagon, especially Victorians. We've got a few Victorian medals, haven't we? That's right. So we've got Mackie Horton's Victorian. He's, uh, I saw, saw his brother getting interviewed today in Glen Iris and uh, the little trap shooter, I can't remember her name now, but she's from Mansfield. And I think one of the archers that won bronze is out from Mount Eliza. So mm. I'll be parochial as we like, being Melbournians. <laughs> well, so the, the tax situation, is it still the same? As it was in, in what was it? Yeah. Stone. It's a Stone yeah. case. Yeah. In Stone's case, back in 1999. So that income year was just pre GST. Ah, yeah. yeah. And Lisa and I were mm. also talking, Lisa mentioned offline, you know, would Joan, Joanna Stone uh, need to, had this occurred, say, for example, in 2001, would it be necessary for her to um, register uh, an ABN and register for GST because she, one might argue that she's conducting an enterprise. And she's over 75K as well, Andy, so it fits that threshold. Yeah, yeah. Well, and are they conducting a business? One assumes they are. I don't know how that... Yeah, it is in some circumstances. It depends mm. on... I mean, it's always the old, old adage of whether you're, you know, whether it's... A, whether you're conducting a hobby or not or conducting a business. And yeah. so if you've done enough activities, which amounts to, you know, a nature of... Trade, particularly if you start bringing in a lot of sponsorship income, oh, yeah. then one mm. might argue that you are conducting an enterprise. It's always those things as well. She probably was travelling all around. It depends on who paid for her airfares and her accommodation and stuff like that, Andy. But you know, with that sort of money coming in, I think the tax ban, even back in the 2000s, would have liked a cut of that income. Oh, of course. But you've also got to look at, I think, a lot of different things now as well with, um, we're talking about income averaging as well offline, right, yeah. so sports people and artists right. and There's things like that. That's right. special professional sort of um, uh, provisions, isn't there, to That's average right, out yeah. your income over a few years. That's right, yeah. Particularly, you know, we're also talking a little bit earlier about the tennis players and the, the golfers, and mm. we were saying that um, some of that income is quite seasonal. It just depends on your form from year oh, to year right. or if you receive an injury or all that sort of stuff. So that's where those income averaging provisions really kick in just to ease out that uh, that, that income stream. And you can also look at it, you know, the income that you get in if you're a Jared Hayne or whatever because that's in the news as well. That's just a small part of income compared to, you know, sponsorship money and things like that. So if you're a good person maybe that can be easily, you know, on the – on the various uh, ads for milk or toothpaste <laughs> or I'm trying to not use brand names or, mm. or big supermarkets mm. or something like that or the vitamin manufacturer that I'm, I've, I've seen many ads on at, at the moment. If you're looked as being healthy and things like that, you probably get a lot of uh, money in from from uh, sponsorship. It's um, There was something also, Lisa, you were mentioning about the cost, uh, well, of sending a team to the Olympics and the cost of the Olympics themselves. It's... Um Phenomenal. You were saying there was a, there was been a price put on per medal? Or? Yeah, well, it was one of the, I don't know where it came from, but it would have been 774 because that's usually what I listened to on the way home or the mm. way to work. Uh, but uh, they said something like over $9 million per medal if you look at all the funding <laughs> that our taxpayer dollars has gone into um, various the, the, the all the Olympic sports. So okay. I don't know what we've put in for, for tennis and golf, but no, yeah, no. let's see what it happens. It makes me feel so, well, then they should pay tax. <laughs> Give us something back, but... Uh well, exactly. Yeah. And then you've also got to look at uh, probably, Andy, another thing that comes into when we're thinking about sports people is is the source of the income and yeah, whether withholding right. tax gets uh, caught up. Because I know there's definitely withholding tax on people who win the Australian Open and things like that since we haven't had a Aussie win that for a while. Okay. More even, you know, for example, I mean, talking about income, but also the deduction side, you know, like all those 
supplements that you might be taking just to <laughs> oh, just to keep think? yourself in prime condition uh, or yeah, just to as we to know regenerate. from La Rosa Andy we'll talk about favorite cases La Rosa even you know criminal criminal earnings uh, you know still need still, to be still still, still deductible oh, exactly gosh. so you know so for example I think there was one relatively old case about that rugby player who tried to claim deductions for his meals because he wanted to bulk up so oh, keep yeah. healthy so there's some of the the cases that you also need to look at can you incur those those costs and can you get away with uh, obtaining a deduction for that? Is it? Uh, Did the rugby player succeed? To my knowledge, no, because okay. it was a private expense. It's no different to you and I having a steak. Having a good lunch. appetite. Yeah, <laughs> having a good appetite and having a steak during. Oh well, yeah, we still need to eat, otherwise our brain goes to mush. Even <laughs> talking about tax, Steve. All yeah. right. Um, it's interesting. It's all very interesting, and it's all very topical. Having the Olympics on now, and yeah. um, we uh, we're winning a few medals, I believe. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, we're, we're taping this on a Monday, so we've got three and three at the moment: okay. three gold and the three Aussie bronzes. We'll be a lot better by the so, end of the week, I'm sure. Uh, so. Yeah, I think there's still a lot of potential in the good old swimming pool. Yeah. And yeah. Young Horden might uh, get some decent sponsorships now, so <laughs> yeah, he might true. need to think about putting his image rights yeah. <laughs> somewhere just to. <laughs> Just to uh, just to protect them, and because that could be the new income generating uh, uh, tool that he's got there. Right. So and he should also uh, book in with a, a good tax professional to um, take care of that side of things. Obviously, exactly. All right. Thanks again, guys. It's been enlightening, and we'll see you. We'll hear from you. You'll hear from us. I'm sorry, listeners. Next week. <laughs> <laughs>